if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. So today's topic, fit and fat shaming. I just feel like I said a lot of bad words. Shaming should not happen. I don't agree with shaming at all. We should be inclusive all the time and appreciate people for where they are and how they're showing up in this world because we are all going through challenges, you know, and we just have to try to put our best foot forward all the time for everyone else and and for ourselves. But inclusivity is so awesome. But I have to cover this sometimes because, you know, it does happen where people are both fit and fat shamed. It happens on both ends of the spectrum I've talked to friends where it's happened before as well, and I've heard their stories, and I've also been on both ends of the spectrum. I have gotten things said to me both on the fit side and on, you know, being on the heavier side at times. Like, there's just a lot of judgment in this world, and I don't know why people feel so open to say things about you or critique how you are or what you're consuming or what you're drinking or It's just crazy to me. I just want to say, stay in your lane. You know, you worry about what you eat and what, how you exercise and what you do and like, leave me alone. (laughs) I mean, I'd love to say that. I I haven't actually ever gotten to the point where I felt pushed enough to just tell somebody to back off like that. Usually I'm a little more polite about it and, you know, try to really drive home the point of, everybody's going through different things. You don't know why certain people are certain ways or why they're not eating certain things or why they are only eating certain things. Like you just, you don't know the backstory. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know why they weigh what they weigh. You can't assume you do either. I mean, you can never assume that. There are so many things. There are health reasons. There are lifestyle choices. There are, I mean, genetics. There are so many reasons why People are or look the way they do. And it's like for other people to just assume they know or to shame somebody for how they look or, you know, gosh, that is just to me, that's one of the worst offenses is judging people for the way they look purely based on size or, you know, how they're behaving with food. Because the Like, I've expressed that in the past, yeah, I had an eating, you know, um, disorder of sorts where I wasn't, I was depriving myself of food for a while. And I used to get so many compliments about the size I was and how great I looked. And, you know, the compliments never felt really great to me because I knew what was going on or the reason why that was happening, but nobody else knew that. Um... And it's to get compliments just purely based on your size. Like, I've, I'm not a big, like, believer in those. I really think you should compliment the person's personality or, you know, you look radiating today or radiant or you look like you're glowing or, you know, you look so happy or whatever. But it's not really saying, 
oh, you know, you look so tiny in that. Like, I've gotten that before. Or, gosh, you just look so good. Like, you lost weight. What, what, what did I look bad before? <laughs> like, you know, last week when I weighed a few pounds more, like, was that bad? Now I just look amazing. Like, so it's just, it's such a weird concept to me that we focus so much on how much or how, you know, less people weigh and that in our minds or like in society that bigger tends to be worse for whatever reason, which I still don't understand that either. I've never understood it. I think that's a horrible construct that has been developed. And then, you know, if people are skinny, it's like, oh, they're so great. Like they look just amazing. I wish I could look like them. And it's like being somebody who was what other people wanted to be for a bit, but knowing I did it through a very unhealthy way, it's like, you really don't want to be like me. Like, I, I wish this on no one. Like, the struggles I went through during that time of my life where, you know, I just wasn't, I didn't feel worthy of giving myself the right nutrition. I didn't feel worthy of living in my skin. You know, I just, I went through so many struggles and had such a hard time for a while that I would wish that on absolutely no one. Like I would never want anyone to ever try to become like I was because I was not in a good place. I was not in a healthy state of mind with that. And so you never know why people look the way they do or not. You know, and when I was talking to one of my friends, she's really into CrossFit and this whole thing, like I should rewind a bit. So when I first met her, she was not into working out at all or anything like that. She wasn't really into all this athletics. And I actually got her to run her first 5K. And I made it into like this party where we did this wontonathon the night before, like a group of us who were competing. We got together to decorate shirts. You know, we had to have like glitter on the shirts and sparkle and like matching team shirts and puffy paint. And we sewed on things onto fabric. It was just a lot of fun. But we also had to paint our nails, you know, matching colors. So I had bought the colors that matched our shirts. And then we did this whole wontonathon where we made all these cool different kind of wonton flavors. And it was just a fun night of kind of like getting into the vibe. And then the next morning we all went and did this 5K. And I remember her saying to me, you know, I'll never be able to keep up with you. And I don't know if I'm even going to be able to finish. And I was like, you have to walk, walk. Like, you don't need me to hold my, your hand. You've got this. So if you need to walk, take a break and walk. You'll still finish the race. Um, and it wasn't even really a race, but the run. You'll still finish. Like, the goal was just to finish. It didn't matter where you finished or anything, but it was just about getting out and moving. And today she is now in CrossFit, and she, you know, runs laps around me. And she is, um, she does, like, those, um, gosh, the really... I want to say Tough Mudder, but the one, the really challenging race, Spartan, the Spartan races. So like the intense races where there's like barbed wire and mud and sometimes those live wires over. I just, I don't understand it. Like <laughs> it's so awesome. She does it, but it's like, oh, that does not sound appealing to me in any way, shape or form. But my whole point is like she got into this working out. So now she's like super buff with CrossFit and all of that. And she recently was fit shamed. She was at an event and she was choosing not to eat 
something. I believe she mentioned it was kind of like a sweet or something on that end where she's never really been that much into sweets. Like she's more of a salty, you know, crunch type person, not a sweet um, in terms of her food preferences. And so she was choosing not to eat a specific item or didn't want some of it. And somebody actually said to her, like, well, you look like you could eat this. And it's kind of like, why? Because she, you know, works out. She can just eat whatever. Like, so even when you're in shape, people are still judging. Like, they're watching what you're doing. And they're like, well, you should be able to eat that. You know, you work out, you do this. And it's like, what if she just doesn't want to? You know, why should she be made to feel bad or like she should indulge in something she doesn't want to just because she works out? And like, I don't know, when somebody does that to you, it just feels wrong. It makes you kind of like, why Why are they thinking that? Like, why are they telling me I should do it? And in my mind, from my experience of what I've had happen over the years, I think it's their insecurity coming out. And like, they really want to eat that or they really want this. And they're like, well, I want to kind of be like them. So why aren't they eating it? Like, I want to be able to eat it. And I feel like it's a insecurity coming from the person, but they're projecting it on you. At least that's my interpretation. Obviously, I'm not in other people's heads. I don't know for sure. But when I have dealt with it personally, that is always what I have felt is happening. Um, Because when people are insecure, you know, they tend to want to take somebody else with them or compare themselves to understand, like, why isn't somebody doing something that I want to do when I want to be like them? So, you know, fit shaming happens. And like I said, I used to get told all the time, oh, you look so great. And it was like, I'm not so great. And there's so much going on beyond that. But I just remember when she told me that story, you could tell in her voice that it hurt her that somebody was judging her in that way. Like they were knocking her down or like trying to tell her she was wrong for not indulging in the food. Um, And so food is just such a personal choice. But on the other end, fat shaming, like I've been told before, you know, for the amount of food you eat, you would think you'd be skinnier. Like in some way that I should be just gorging on every single meal or like overeating every single meal or something because that's what they were attributing. Why I weighed more was because of the amount of food I ate. Um, And that really stung. I was like, wow, I'm so glad this is what you're thinking about why we're sitting down and eating a meal together is that you're watching the amount of food I ate. And somebody who has struggled with not eating in the past to have somebody tell them later when they are actually eating and they're eating, you know, a healthy amount of food or a normal portion or not even normal. I don't like that word either. But, you know, I was I wasn't overindulging. I was underindulging. Like I was just eating a standard meal. And for somebody to tell me like I should have eaten more because of the size I am, it just it. If I wasn't in a self-love place and if I hadn't done a lot of work, it could have totally derailed me because my whole history was about depriving myself of food because I felt judged for food. And so that was total fat shaming happening right there. Somebody was making an assumption about the amount of food I was eating and in correlation to my weight. And 
it just really, it's bugged me. And this was, gosh, probably six, seven years ago. But it's like, I can see the table. I can see like the entire scene. I can, you know, I know what I was wearing that day. Like I can totally see it all because, well, I was proud of myself for being able to deflect it. And even though, yes, the memory is there and I feel it, it's more remembered because I didn't derail from that. I didn't go back into a deep, dark hole. I kept myself out of it. And I realized I am stronger than that. And their words can't impact me, but obviously they, I mean, they can impact me, but they didn't do enough to like make me move away from all the growth I had. And so that was a win in my book. But yeah, those words have stuck with me, obviously a very long time. It makes me a little emotional inside. Like it just hurts me that somebody would feel they should place judgment on the amount of food I ate. I mean, I got into habits at one point even where I would sneak eat because I was so paranoid about what people thought of me. And this was, you know, later in life. So it was after the not eating. Like I got into this phase where I would actually hide things in like whether it was a lunchbox or, you know, my work bag or whatever it was. So nobody would see what it was that I was eating because I felt like I was going to be judged. You know, like I told you, I'm an emotional eater. So, you know, if I was having an emotional day, I might want something that wasn't, you know, a healthy meal or, you know, didn't fit within the pyramid of all the, you know, proteins, vegetables, all that stuff didn't align with that. And so I would actually like hide food in places you may not even realize that it was so I could enjoy it later. But that way nobody would know I was eating it. I mean, do you know what it feels like to have to hide food because you're afraid that somebody's going to judge you for what you're eating? It's a really bad place to be when you're hiding food because it's like exactly what that person said to me about the amount of food I was eating. Somebody's watching you like to feel that somebody is judging you for anything that you're putting in your mouth is not a fun place to be. And why do those fears happen or why do they creep up? Because people are actually doing it. Like it's out there. So if you ever catch yourself judging somebody else for something that they are consuming, like stop your thought, reflect a little on the inside and try to figure out why it is that you are so interested in what they're doing. If it's something you want to try, you're like, hey, that looks great. You know, what is it? That's totally different. That is not judging them. And, you know, it's when you're thinking of, oh, they shouldn't be eating that because if they eat that, they're already, you know, they're already on the bigger end. Do they really need that fast food? Or if it's on the other side where it's like, okay, all you eat is vegetables and proteins and all that. But I mean, shouldn't you be able to eat a sweet? Shouldn't you be able to like eat this chip? Like whatever it is, like on both sides of the spectrum, just leave people alone. Let them eat what they want to eat. And if you are judging, like don't tell them they don't need it. You don't know if they've had, you know, an eating disorder in the past. You don't know. Maybe they're training to do a fit competition where they have to only eat a very, you know, lean meal because they're going to be standing on stage soon, you know, in their like little tiny bikini outfit and posing in front of judges. Maybe they have a goal of that. Maybe their doctor said to him, hey, if you drop 10 pounds, you know, you could come off your blood pressure medication. I mean, you have no idea why people are doing what they're doing. 
And maybe if somebody is indulging in a meal, that is the first meal they've indulged in in weeks. Or maybe they indulge every night. Like it's their life. Let them do it. Let them do it in peace. It, it sucks. It absolutely sucks to feel judged over something that every human has to do. It, you know, eating is one of those things where it's like you can't stop eating, right? Like eating, you have to eat to live. I'm a no judgment zone. I am all about like, let people do what they want to do and appreciate them for how they're showing up. And if you can't do that, maybe you need to like reevaluate like how you're thinking about yourself or where something's coming from inside that's forcing you to judge that. But we're never going to agree with what everyone else does. But like, especially with food, it's like one of those things you can't get away from. Everybody has to eat and it really sucks trying to eat food which you know you have to do when you always feel judged for it and then you start judging yourself. Because a lot of times those judgments people get on, you know, whatever activity it is they're doing, they start to internalize them. Um, Because as as I gave the example, like I still remember the comments about, you know, my portion size. And it's like the more you hear or... You start just developing these weird thoughts and it's sometimes really hard to get past them, right? So the more you're judged or the more people tell you about how they think you should be doing something or why you, you know, should eat this or not eat this or whatever it is they're doing, even if it's something on totally different, any judgments you're getting from others, they're getting stored somewhere in your brain. Like they're there. You remember them, especially if you had kind of a negative reaction to it where it kind of bugged you and you wondered, like, why did they have to say that to me? Um, so just remember that when you are, you know, thinking about other things or if you catch somebody else judging someone on something, just let them know, like, hey, you know, that wasn't, like, the best way to put that or just highlight it. Like, I'm not saying go and call everyone out over everything or be rude about it, but Education is a great tool and a great resource. You know, just let them know, hey, if you had said it just this way, they may have felt something different or, you know, I'm not sure that your point came across the way you wanted it to. Did you mean this? And even if you're the person that's getting the judgment, you can respond with that too. Like, oh, think, why did you just say that? Is this what you were trying to tell me? And then when you recall it back to them, sometimes they're going to be like, oh, wow, um, that sounds, you know, really insensitive. No, that's not what I meant. And, you know, because people say things a lot of times without even fully thinking it through, like it just comes out super quick. And once it's out, it's out. Like you can't really retract it all the way. It's not like you can say, OK, rewind on here what I just said. Like once, you know, something is said, like it's out there and people, you know, are going to receive it how they do. But have that open dialogue. If you ever do feel like you're in a situation where you're judging someone, you know, try to keep the comment to yourself. Um, But if you're on the other end where you're receiving a judgment, try to, like, use it as an education moment. And remember that you are a strong individual who has been working on themselves and who has been building, you know, toolkits of how to love yourself fully, how to support yourself, you know, how to be that CEO, you know, how to stand up to things and just really rely on who you are at the core 
And, you know, if it does impact you, talk to somebody about it. If you're open to that, like a friend, family, whoever, you know, get it off your chest because, you know, it sticks with you. And unfortunately, when people say things, it's not like everything can just roll off and be gone forever. Um, But just remember, they don't know your whole life situation. They don't know exactly what's been going on in your life. They are only judging you on a split second, one tiny instance of time in that moment. And they're probably thinking about something in their life that they're not totally satisfied with or which what or wish was a tiny bit different or, you know, th- an insecurity is coming from somewhere for them to be projecting on you or trying to let you know how you should do something. So just try to stop the fit and fat shaming. It is not worth it. Like celebrate people how they are and their little accomplishments and raising people up helps you feel better about yourself because you've brightened somebody else's day. Give them a compliment. Let them know you think what they're doing is awesome. And just, you know, let them give you the cue of where they are. And it's not our place to judge others for their actions or how they're proceeding with what they're doing, especially when it comes to food. So no fit shaming, no fat shaming. Drop the shaming and let's just celebrate everyone. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Love Yourself Inside Out. Join me next week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.